Hey, Alana. Hi, Luke. You know what's really awesome? What? Family devotions. Really? How can I get some? By signing up for our Patreon. Um, hey, Alana. Yeah? What's Patreon? So a Patreon lets us connect with all of our listeners and provide some really awesome family devotions, tips and tricks for leading family devotions, coloring pages, memory verse, fun, and a bunch more. Check it out by tapping the Patreon link in the show notes below. But wait, there's more. There is. We also have memory verse coloring pages for anyone to download completely free. They're great. Check out the Google form in the show notes. Welcome to 66 and 365, Bible Reading for Kids. I'm Luke. And I'm Alana. And we're excited to be reading the Bible with you. Our goal is to help our kids be engaged with the Bible every day this year, and we hope that you'll join us. We just finished reading all about Jesus's life in the build-up to Easter, and we have loved reading most recently the four different accounts of Holy Week. We are jumping back into the Old Testament, all the parts of Scripture that happens prior to the birth of Christ. On today's episode, we see how David continues to evade capture by Saul, but still respects the authority of Saul because God placed him in the kingship. Check it out today on 66 in 365. 1 Samuel chapter 23. It was reported to David, look, the Philistines are fighting against Keilah and raiding the threshing floors. So David inquired of the Lord, should I launch an attack against these Philistines? The Lord answered David, Launch an attack against the Philistines and rescue Keilah. But David's men said to him, Look, we're afraid here in Judah. How much more if we go to Keilah against the Philistine forces? Once again, David inquired of the Lord, and the Lord answered him, Go at once to Keilah, for I will hand the Philistines over to you. Then David and his men went to Keilah, fought against the Philistines, drove their livestock away, and inflicted heavy losses on them. So David rescued the inhabitants of Keilah. Abiathar, son of Ahimelech, fled to David at Keilah, and he brought an ephod with him. When it was reported to Saul that David had gone to Keilah, he said, God has handed him over to me, for he has trapped himself by entering a town with barred gates. Then Saul summoned all the troops to go to war at Keilah and besieged David and his men. When David learned that Saul was plotting evil against him, he said to the priest Abathar, Bring the ephod. Then David said, Lord God of Israel, your servant has reliable information that Saul intends to come to Keilah and destroy the town because of me. Will the citizens of Keilah hand me over to him? Will Saul come down as your servant has heard? Lord God of Israel, please tell your servant. The Lord answered, he will come down. Then David asked, will the citizens of Keilah hand me over and my men over to Saul? They will, the Lord responded. So David and his men, numbering about 600, left Keilah at once and moved from place to place. When it was reported to Saul that David had escaped from Keilah, he called off the expedition. David then stayed in the wilderness strongholds and in the hill country of the wilderness of Ziph. Saul searched for him every day, but God did not hand David over to him. David was in the wilderness of Ziph in Horesh when he saw that Saul had come out to take his life. Then Saul's son Jonathan came to David in Horish and encouraged him in his faith in God, saying, Don't be afraid, for my father Saul will never lay a hand on you. You yourself will be king over Israel, and I'll be your second in command. 
even if my father Saul knows it to be true. Then two of them made a covenant in the Lord's presence after David remained in Horesh while Jonathan went home. Some Ziphites came up to Saul at Gibeah and said, Isn't it true that David is hiding among us in strongholds in Horesh on the hill country of Hekalah, south of Jeshimon? So now, whenever the king wants to come down, let him come down. As for us, we will be glad to hand him over to the king. May you be blessed by the Lord, replied Saul, for you have shown concern for me. Go and check again. Investigate where he goes and who he sees and who has seen him there. They will tell me he is extremely cunning. Investigate all the places where he hides. Then come back to me with accurate information and I'll go with you. If it turns out he really is in the region, I'll search for him along among all the clans of Judah. So they went to Ziph ahead of Saul. Now David and his men were in the wilderness near Maon in the Arabah south of Jeshimon. And Saul and his men went to look for him. When David was told about it, he went down to the rock and stayed in the wilderness of Maon. Saul heard of this and pursued David there. Saul went along one side of the mountain, and David and his men went along the other side. Even though David was hurrying to get away from Saul, Saul and his men were closing in on David and his men to capture them. Then a messenger came to Saul, saying, Come quickly, because the Philistines have raided our land. So Saul broke off the pursuit of David and went to engage the Philistines. Therefore, that place was called the Rock of Separation. And from there, David went up and stayed in the strongholds of En Gedi. Chapter 24 When Saul returned from pursuing the Philistines, he was told, David is in the wilderness near En Gedi. So Saul took 3,000 of Israel's fit young men and went to look for David and his men in front of the rocks of the wild goats. When Saul came to the sheep pens along the road, a cave was there, and he went in to relieve himself. David and his men were staying in the recesses of the cave, so they said to him, Look, this is the day the Lord told you about. I will hand your enemy over to you so you can do whatever you desire. Then David got up and secretly cut off the corner of Saul's robe. Afterward, David's conscience bothered him because he had cut off the corner of Saul's robe. He said to his men, As the Lord is my witness, I would never do such a thing to my Lord, the, the Lord's anointed. I will never lift my hand against him, since he's the Lord's anointed. And with these words, David persuaded his men, and he did not let them rise up against Saul. Then Saul left the cave and went on his way. After that, David got up, went out of the cave, and called to Saul, My Lord, the king! When Saul looked behind him, David knelt low with his face to the ground and paid homage. David said to Saul, Why do you listen to the words of people who say, Look, David intends to harm you. You can see with your own eyes that the Lord handed you over to me today in the cave. And someone advised you to, someone advised me to kill you. But I took pity on you and said, I won't lift my hand against my Lord since he's the Lord's anointed. Look, my father, look at the corner of your robe in my hand for I cut it off, but I didn't kill you. Recognize that I've committed no crime or rebellion. I haven't sinned against you, even though you are hunting me down to take my life. May the Lord judge between me and you, and may the Lord take vengeance on you for me, but my hand will never be against you. As the old proverb says, wickedness comes from wicked people. My hand will never be against you. Who has the king of Israel come after? What are you chasing after? A dead dog? A single flea? May the Lord be judge and decide between you and me. 
May he take notice and plead my case and deliver me from you. When David finished saying these things to him, Saul replied, Is that your voice, David, my son? Then Saul wept aloud and said to David, You are more righteous than I, for you have done what is good to me, though I have done what is evil to you. You yourself have told me today what good you did for me. When the Lord handed me over to you, you didn't kill me. When a man finds his enemy, does he let him go unharmed? May the Lord repay you with good for what you've done for me today. Now I know for certain you will be king, for the kingdom of Israel will be established in your hand. Therefore swear to me by the Lord that you will not cut off my descendants or wipe out my name from my father's family. So David swore to Saul. Then Saul went back home, and David and his men went up to the stronghold. And now it's time for... The question of the day. Our question for you and your family to, dis- to discuss today is, when is it difficult to respect those in charge of you? Don't forget to practice our memory verse this week. And if you want to send us a sound clip of the verse you practice, we'll add it to next week's shows. Send it to 66and365 at gmail.com. And this week's memory verse is, For all have fallen short of the glory of God and are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. Romans 3, 23 and 24.